Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet The Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Who's up for some prawn sandwiches in the boardroom then? Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello, welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me, the podcast about Northampton Town by four fans, which consistently sits in the top 100 podcasts in Israel. I'm Charles, and both Danny and Neil are with me too. Coming up, the Cobblers go second for all of five minutes. Sixfield sees a hammering, and will Neil finally realise all our dreams of building a water park at Sixfields by becoming a club director? Stay tuned to find out. Yes, welcome back. Thanks for listening, whether it's your first time or you're a regular. How are you? Danny, Neil, did you know that this is actually episode 150? Oh, Oh, they got dressed Mm. up. Happy birthday, kind of, to us. (laughs) (laughs) well that's cause for celebration charles i think i I need a party popper can't find one anywhere oh you can't find a party popper. i'll tell you what i've got got, though oh it's got got, i know what's coming you know pardon i know exactly what's coming i'll just just get this out here it comes there it is (laughs) come on 150 150 not out (laughs) that is a an asda special blowout is what it's called oh 
Yeah, yeah. A few of them in that time. Fix them up. Oh dear! Yes, one hundred and fifty a year ago or so, we were doing a live, weren't we? And uh, we were what? celebrating. We were alive. <laughs> yeah, we were alive. Some of us. I'm not sure about you, Neil. No. Uh, so does that uh, mean in a year's time we're going to be two hundred? Yes. As yeah. That good. calls for an in-person celebration. I think. Good math, okay. Danny. <laughs> good mathing. Good mathing. Yeah, it should be around about this sort of time next year, shouldn't it? Oh, I'm excited. Um, very, very exciting. Depends how many uh, special pods we have to do, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does depend on that, and it also depends what we do over the summer. Because mm. obviously, this year we took the summer off, didn't we, to do the Euros? My vote um, is we do that again. The Euros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember when we did a special emergency pod because Ricky Homeside? Yeah, remember how excited you were. <laughs> that so worked excited. out well, didn't it? It went really well. <laughs> oh. oh dear, that was that was fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, look, let's let's crack on. There's lots and lots and lots for us to talk about um, because so much happened this week. Um, but we'll start with Saturday's. Uh, two all draw up at Salford, um, shall we? Now none of us went. Just to just to <laughs> pop that in there early doors. Come for the uh, insight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay for the bants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I've watched the highlights. I don't know what you guys have done, Daddy. I presume you watched the whole game back on uh, iFollow. No, I didn't because the commentary made it sound like absolutely nothing happened, and it was the most bizarre two-two you've ever seen. I, I'll go as far as to say, Charles, if someone scored again in injury time, that would have been the worst ding dong there's ever been. Because <laughs> we all know a ding dong has to be has, has to be has to be five goals, doesn't it, or more? A ding dong. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it, it just seemed like nothing happened, especially in the second half. It just our goal came out of nowhere, um, and just nothing seemed to be going on. Did, did you watch the highlights? Though? Yes, yes. So you will have seen that actually we had an effort right at the very end to have win it to win it. Mm. I mean, it was it was flashed high and wide, not particularly handsome, but uh, it could have well been. You know, ended up being. a Weirdly, really weird ding dong. Weird ding dong. No one wants a weird ding dong. No, no, especially not us. No, it would be very, very awkward, wouldn't it? Um, I, I, I certainly didn't enjoy the fact that John Brady decided to absolutely rubbish everybody's fan hub lineup predictor um, by changing the team yet again and sticking um, Paul Lewis and, and Dylan Connolly in for Keon Tete and uh, an and old Pinnock. I know. Well, Paul Lewis scored, didn't he? So, did vindicated. Well played, John the... Brady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice to see both actually, um, Lewis and Pinnock get off the mark. Hopefully, that will mean a few more goals coming. Because I mean, Paul Lewis came, scored quite a few goals, didn't he, last year for Tranmere? Came with a bit of a reputation. Uh, I have zero idea, Charles. <laughs> That's why he I wasn't really in... directing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. more yeah. directing than Danny. <laughs> he kind of came in as a like one replacement, didn't he? In mm. in that in that sense, you saw his highlight reel, and he was getting forward quite a lot. But at the start of the season, he's been sitting back and playing deeper. So it's good to see him come on. I think he came on last weekend, didn't he, against uh, Swindon? Um, played a bit further forward, so he's got the little knack, and um, it helps when. There are absolutely no defenders around him as well. That usually helps the score. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did. Have you seen the photo, the still image of yeah. just about? I think <laughs> I think either he's just about to head it, or he has already headed it, and it's going towards the back of the net. You can just see all of these Salford players looking as if to sort of go, "Well, who had him?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good photo. You could see all the all the cobblers fans in the background as well, which is really good. All of them about to sort of cheer, getting ready to to pounce, I suppose, in celebration. Yeah. Speaking very of which, photo. by the way, what a following again. Over six hundred, wasn't it? Over, yeah, something like that. And just we we get sometimes with our home games that we are one of the best supported teams in League Two away from home, I think. We've we usually take a good amount on a Saturday, don't we? Especially to go to somewhere like Salford, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? To to take that many, we almost it was almost like half the attendance, wasn't it? Because they only got it was about two thousand altogether. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rubbish from them. The frauds, aren't they? Atrocious. They they, yeah, I mean, they do remind me of that other team that sprouted up out of nowhere with a few million quid behind them and disappeared. Played in white. Is it that one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's where I mean, Man United played, didn't they, on Saturday as well? So. I mean, that won't help the attendance at all. I mean, you can say that about, obviously, all the other greater Manchester teams like Oldham and uh, Rochdale, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, Salford have got... I, I, I don't know whether it's fair to say less history, but, I mean, they're less historical in the league, aren't they, of having, um, you know, playing big-time football, if you like. Um, so you imagine that, most of the fans that would actually go and watch them probably are United fans first. Yeah, it's no excuse, though, is it? Oh, no, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. it's an excuse. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying had enough time. That, that's they, why to... they've got a small attendance and why they've got a small fan base is that people would rather go and either watch Man United at Old Trafford if they can do, or um, watch it on the telly. Yeah, I don't think it plays into much. Um, you think you think they've, they've had a couple of home games that's between in Salford? No, it's. <laughs> Like what? I'm just having a look here. The like, a couple of games ago against Newport, they had one thousand eight six hundred eighty-seven. Well, in, that's a full attendance. That's not just the home fans. Uh, Bradford's two and a half thousand, and you'd imagine that's a lot of Bradford fans as well. Mm-hmm. It's just the way, isn't it? There's surely only a certain amount of way they can go on the back of that because it's, it's not going to get that much bigger, surely. No. I mean, it's a night. It's a night. Not nice having a chance. No, no, no. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> get them out of the league. <laughs> um, you saying that it reminds you of a, of a certain other team that popped up and then disappeared after a while watching the highlights the ground also is quite similar the only thing that they're really missing is that really massive stand at the end of one of the goals and toilets oh and toilets <laughs> and, oh, and the diamond burger <laughs> 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 oh dear oh yes the memories eh the memories yeah but uh, rich was shown on us like wasn't he about the toilets he sent us a picture and it's basically some shipping containers uh, <laughs> with a door obviously built into the side i mean surely come on if they can afford to pay all the price surely they can build some actual toilets for the away fans to go to if needed oh, I, sh- I should imagine most people need it at least once at least once. At least once. Let, let's be honest. Shall we be really honest right now? In this game, there's not much to talk about at all whatsoever. So, two or draw, fair result or not, Neil? Uh, I mean, why are you asking me, Charles? Um, 
Uh, <laughs> are you happy with the point away well, itself? Away points always handy, isn't it? Draw your away games, win your home games. You you're on to a winner. I think it's a. I think Brady was pretty honest afterwards, didn't wasn't he? Um, and I think he even alluded to the fact if we'd have won, then it was probably a bit of a smash and grab. So, and I, I mean, I did listen on the radio. Um, sounded to me like a draw was was fair. Um, if not, maybe potentially, potentially they maybe deserved it slightly more. But yeah, I think overall, got to be happy with a point, haven't you? Got to be happy with a point. Danny, do you agree? Yeah, it's one of these again, and it's such it's such an average league, if that at the moment that we're seeing that we're good nine games in we, we've got a sense of what's going on now it's it seems like everyone's quite average there's no runaway no forest screen a little bit clear Leighton Orient are probably going to push up a bit but it just seems so so average that if you get a couple of players in like Martin Smith was on commentary can you imagine him thrown into this league right now we'd just absolutely tear it apart like if even, you have, if even you have, at his age now yeah get him in there <laughs> but, um it just it just feels like everyone's plodding along and it's just real everything's just really average and if you have a couple of good players that are a step above then you're gonna get promoted and i think that's what we're gonna need to go for in january because what we've got at the minute is good enough i think to to challenge for the top seven and to be in the in and around the top seven and i don't think there should be any excuses now well by what i've seen that we can't be and that's probably a step above what we said at the start but having seen the standard of it it's just it's poor to average at best, I think, so far. And it's a big chance. I think this was a big chance miss, actually. I'm not massively happy with the point, seeing as though we were 2-1 up, because I think we should be able to close a game out like that and get the three points. We probably didn't deserve it, but it would have been good to. Um, because it, I just, it, I'm just not happy with it, Charles. It's not not the standard that I expect from Lee 2. Were you thinking that think we because were we're... relegated and come back <laughs> yeah. and be like watching Brazil yeah. every single yeah, yeah, week exactly. or something, were you? <laughs> but I think knowing the quality that we've got as well, we've got decent players and we've got decent quality. They seem to be gelling already. So I think we're onto a good thing because the rest of the league doesn't seem that good. Cue us finishing 14th. <laughs> I was going to say, be careful what you wish you I mean, the one thing, it's still early days, isn't it? I mean, I know John Brady did say um, to, I don't know whether he actually said to judge him after 10 games, or he basically said that the league doesn't settle down until around about the 10 game mark. So next week, we'll we'll judge him, shall we? And we'll actually look and see where we are. I mean, it's quite tight, isn't it? Um in terms of league, like I know you said Forest Green are running away with it slightly. I mean, they're four points clear at the top. Um, so at least they can't be ousted on one one game day. Um, but everything else is kind of like, everyone, there's a point between basically every position all the way down to the bottom. Like we've got um, 15, then there's a group of clubs on 14, one on 30, a group of clubs on 12, it's 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. To the bottom. So I mean, it's relatively tight because it's a might rubbish make league. It more interesting it's awful, because it's it? a rubbish league. Yeah, you know? Danny's right. It's awful, but we knew that, right? That's part mm-hmm. of why we didn't want to get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think where we've been in the past, we've been average to rubbish as well. Where I think now we're actually average to good in between there somewhere. Okay. So I think that raises my expectation level a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And going into next weekend. Certain have just won 4 0, but I feel like that's a game we should be going and winning. And if we do that, then that's a great start. Like, we'd have 18 points from 10, and we'd probably be back in the top three again. Um, yeah. I call that a good start. So, I think it, it a lot depends on what happens next weekend. I think we, we should be going to win that game. 
Well, I think so. Like I said last week, on paper, Sutton is a game that we as Northampton Town fans should expect to win, isn't it? I mean, I know that there's maybe a bit of arrogance in that, but you, you know, you, you do. I mean, realistically, if you look at the game, at the team, sorry, that are in this division, if you were actually to look at them, and it will all depend on how old you are, I think, when it comes to this kind of thing, where you look at teams and you decide who are the teams that you think you should be either beating or or maybe you expect to be a bit difficult. But, I mean, I look at the likes of Bradford. Historically, we don't. I don't think we have a great record against Bradford, although Bradford have obviously been in League Two now for donkey's years. Um, we tend to go away and have entertaining games sometimes, but we often get beaten by them. Um, Apart from that, there's there's really no other team that I would look in this league and go, we couldn't beat them and we shouldn't be beating them. You know, you might turn around and go and look at recent results and sort of go, well, that might be a tough game potentially. But historically, I'd look at that 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 league right now and be very much like, like, like you said, Neil, bit shit. Yeah. I, I, I think the problem is other teams will be looking at us and thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah yeah absolutely I, I don't think it helps actually that none of the four teams coming down are that great either are they like us, <laughs> no. us Swindon Rochdale and Bristol especially Bristol Rovers Rochdale like, lost to them they did exactly um, so none of them coming down are actually a team teams that have kind of got their act together or, or kept a lot of players and you can you can tell from the start they're going to be fighting to get back up again and the fact that we're the best of the four that come down that says a lot as well um considering we've got a whole new team and a whole new squad and everything so um I, th- I just think it's there for the taking like my I was expecting us to finish mid-table the season and start to build but I don't see any reason why we can't at least go for playoffs now from what I've seen good good okay well we'll talk a bit more about that next week I think um because there was a little bit of news <laughs> Uh, last was it last Monday? I think it was news. Um, <laughs> news. Typically, um, just in case anybody thinks that you know we're in the know somehow, uh, we're not because, of course, after we'd recorded, the club announced um, some changes to the um, uh, so the setup of the board of directors. Um, so James Whiting has been added to the board of directors. So he's the CEO. He will continue in that role, as far as I know. Um, He's been added to the board. And there is another chair up for grabs. And it's going to be given to a fan. Oh. Oh, (laughs) Neil's excited. (laughs) Neil sounded surprised then when he just... (laughs) This is the first you've heard of it, mate. Breaking news. Neil thinks he's winning a chair. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, talking of chairs, Danny. Oh. Elias. (laughs) <laughs> get him in aren't you uh aren't you sat on a resplendent new chair i am actually yeah it, this is nothing to do with the the fan representation director role because i'm not applying for it you'll be surprised to know <laughs> hey, well that might change um, now you've got that new chair well yeah i yeah. am feeling a little bit powerful now i'm in this chair i'm <laughs> swiveling on it as we speak so, oh. um, and i can uh, imagine just like holding a cat or something and stroking it oh. while i make decisions oh. about water Hello. parks and stuff Oh, yeah. this, um, is, this is fabulous. I mean, I did see, I did think the James Whiting thing was a bit of a threat. You know, they said there's a fan director, but James Whiting's going on it as well, so you can't piss about. Yeah, <laughs> giving you the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the death stare. stare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done a couple of uh, great chats with James, but he's just, he's a bit of a scary man, isn't he? 
He probably is a new person. You are very scared of him. (laughs) (laughs) I scare easily. Um, Keith Cole scared me easily. Yeah, yes. Oh, God, yeah. Um, What what do we make of it, guys? I, I think, you know, just to put it out there straight away, none of us are going for it, are we? That will come as um, no surprise, right? No, <laughs> none, none of us want to. Uh, I don't. I, I think. I think we did talk about it, didn't we? Uh, we we were talking about, about it seriously, did we? Oh, you were very serious. Neil, this is your big chance to get the water park in the fabric. <laughs> the, the one thing on my manifesto. <laughs> Uh, literally i i just i imagine because you every everyone that wants to uh apply they nominate themselves don't they and then seconded and and, and however it is um by some season ticket holders by two season ticket holders um i'm imagining that neil's like 250 word you know nomination essay if you like uh would just be the words water park written over and over and over again <laughs> no no charles it would be a list of all the water park rides Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, God. Um, are you naming them or are you giving them technical names? No, it'd be, it'd be like, you know, the Sam Hoskins shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Could it please be the Sam Hoskins shoot? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay, oh, that, brilliant. that takes up some of the 250. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. The Benny Ashy seal slip and slide. <laughs> okay. There you go. You get the theme. You know where we're going. I've definitely got the theme. Uh, I definitely know where I'm going. This is this is brilliant. Um, the jacuzzi okay. sourby. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at you! Do you know what? You knew that Danny would be up for this. The jacuzzi in a water park. I'm not sure, Danny. I'm not sure oh, yeah, that's going to make it. The, so you know, like Fulham are going to get in their stand. Oh, I see. Oh, like, yeah, like a little They're VIP just, area. Yeah, there's a little bit in the corner. Okay, yeah. So um, this 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 fan director position. Danny, what were your what was your immediate thoughts on this? Uh, I, th- I think it's a good thing. First and foremost, I think it's it's been a long time coming. I know the trust had somebody on the board, didn't they? Um, a while back, I was always in favour of having a fan on the board. Um, I think it's a good thing. It's probably getting ahead of the curve of what's going to be national All legislation right, coming up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of what's coming up in like nationally, they're probably just going to get ahead of, ahead of the game a little bit. It can be debated what's, what else is going on in terms of whether Kelvin actually wants it or not. I assume he probably does. Um, and it, it's going to be a massive job, I think. It's going to be a huge... This is part of the reason why I'm not going for it. Because, <laughs> I mean, one day on Twitter is enough to send me around the bend. So, I mean, God knows what it's going to be like for the poor person who actually goes and does this. But <laughs> it's going to take quite a special person to go and do it and to actually get the opinions on every single fan and every bit of fandom there is about the cobblers so it's it's a big job but i think there's some already some great people who have put their names forward so yeah fingers crossed it's, it can only be a good thing i think to to get the fans voices on the board back again yeah i mean like you say though it's going to be incredibly difficult isn't it i mean one of the things that uh, anybody that that seems to have a bit of a pop at the supporters trust will say is that they're not representing the entire fan base and they're a an organization so if if people find that or think that an organization which has a board full of what is it I think something like they've got 11 people on their board the supporters trust so if they feel that 11 people can't represent the entire fan base how's one person going to do it that's going to be incredibly hard isn't it neil uh yeah well, I, I think it will be um it seems like it's a step in the right direction 
um, impossible to know how it's going to work and stuff until I guess that person is decided and then it becomes a little bit clearer on sort of what their responsibilities are in a bit greater detail and that sort of thing and stuff. But I do, I do find it a bit strange because I, I just read some stuff on Twitter about it when it first was announced and there was some strange takes from people who have been kind of chastising the club for not having any fan representation on the board. And then the club offers fan representation on the board. And these people just double down and they're like, well, that's not the right, not the right sort of fan representation. That's, I don't understand. I read a comment that I thought was interesting. I can't remember who it was, but someone essentially had said that this is just a token effort because of the stuff the trust have been doing. And this is just uh, to appease people and stuff. Even if that is the case, so what? It It's a good thing, right? If you have a fan on the board of the football club that is hopefully not just there by name, then I I, I do I, I just struggle with, if I'm brutally honest, I, I struggle a little bit with a percentage of the fan base who, who actually, and I'm going off on a tangent here a little bit, who actually make my enjoyment of following the football club diminished massively to the point where I think I've said said to you you both and and Jeffrey on the WhatsApp that I'm not that interested, um, yeah. and even to the point where I questioned about continuing to do the podcast, right? Um, purely because people have such a such a such a strong opinion on stuff and such a narrow minded view of of things and stuff and it, it, it just grinds you down the constant negativity and i know it's 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 ripe me <laughs> little old me talking <laughs> about negativity when i'm one of the most <laughs> negative people but usually that's reactionary right and i know i'm reactionary when it comes to, to football and it's part why i like football but i, I just think with this I, I think overall i think it's a good thing to get a fan on board and i think there has to be a little bit of a well you know hopefully it's for the right reasons and hopefully it's you know they're they're involved in stuff, but you take it on on good faith that that will happen. I just don't understand, and it and it doesn't rile me, but it it grinds me down when people have been ranting and raving for ages about there's no fan representation. They don't let the trust get involved in the club. They don't do this. They don't do that. They don't do this, and then all of a sudden, you know, even if their hand has been forced, right? That's surely that's a win for the trust if their hand or the those these these fans that thought that not not to point fingers at the trust. Sorry. But even if that is the case and the club's hand has been forced, so what? They've done it. They're going to get a fan on board. That does, there's no negative. Ne- there's no negative connotation to that, right? It's a good thing. You still get these people coming up with their conspiracy theories, coming up with their reasons and stuff. And look, don't take this as me fully backing Kelvin Thomas and everything he does or anything like that. That's not the case. I'm just looking at this thing in isolation. People said we've got to have fan representation. Club are ridiculous. Club won't let fans near the near the board. They're too secretive. Club comes out. We want a fan on board. Open to anybody. By the way, it's not restricted. I could do it. Or I could apply. Obviously, I wouldn't get voted in, but I could apply. You could apply. <laughs> My wife could apply if she wanted to. Um, I, I, I Polly. I'm not sure she'd be much use. If I'm Polly, really honest. <laughs> but then that's announced, and you still get these people who uh, just unhappy with everything no matter what and it's one of those things that i'll be brutally honest i don't think these fans will realize 
and, and I know I know they won't realise actually, and I know they wouldn't even if they heard this, they wouldn't even they'd be like, oh, I just man up or whatever, or you know, just ignore it. We care about the club so much, that's why we say this sort of stuff. Bollocks. You know what you're doing, and it grinds people down, and it grinds other fans down, and it. I tell you what it does, and they won't realise this, and they won't accept it, but it loses the football club fans. Sorry, I've gone on one. It's absolutely fine, mate. It's how you feel. That's that's what we're here for. And at the end of the day, you know, we're not here to represent the fans as a whole. We represent us as fans. I represent myself. You represent yourself. Danny represents himself. Jeffy represents herself. You know, like sometimes our views align, sometimes they don't. This is it. I mean, I I was having a conversation with somebody earlier in the week. I don't think it was anybody that was connected to um, the football club whatsoever. Um, I was talking about the podcast and I was I was saying that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes, um, you know, at the end of the day, four of the four of us are friends. So you're only you, you do tend to be friends mostly with people that that have the same interests, have the same sort of viewpoint. It's, you know, maybe not the, um, you know, the perfect thing in the world to have everybody that always agrees. But at the end of the day, you wouldn't necessarily be friends with somebody that, you know, thought black was white when you thought white was black. No, and that that's it, right? I'm not even saying that people should all agree. That's ridiculous. Everyone no. has different, different views and stuff. There's a way you have a disagreement with someone and there's a way you put your point across to someone it's about respect and it's about treating people just because they've got a different view, right? You know, look, as an example, you might vote conservative, Charles. I might vote Labour. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like as an example. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we choose a different example before I get hounded, please? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, no, that's me out at 150. That's me doing so. <laughs> I'll, I'll use a different example. All right, look, Charles, you might be Oasis and I might be Blur, right? Oh, good example. There you go. And, Come on, and the that, pulp. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I knew you'd be I knew it. The point being, that's the beauty of life and the beauty of humans is having different views and having a conversation about it, an open, honest, and a respectful conversation. And look, again, not in my, you know, on my high horse here, I, there's times in the past where absolutely I probably haven't been respectful to people when discussing cobblers and getting angry about things and stuff, of course. But you learn from that and you try and become a better person. And as you get older, you try and, you know, you grow with that and stuff. I just think some of the stuff that I read and some of the stuff that I see and some of the stuff that I hear, Danny, I know you had a bit of back and forth on Twitter with some people. <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Charles, I know you have before and I try and keep out of it best I can. But in my head, when I see it, I'm just like, What's, "What is it worth? Is it even worth following cobblers anymore?" Yeah, I think it's 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 like as soon as you make one comment, isn't it? You you know, I think I made some sort of comment congratulating the club, saying it's a good, it's a great thing. Um, it should, it's great that it's open to everyone, and then people just piled in, and you get the conversations, uh, you get the different kind of viewpoints thrown at you. But it's not, it's not like you say, it's not given to you as a like sensible way in a like nice debate way it's it's thrown at you and I think we should have probably learned from the pandemic and everything that we've lived through the last 18 months like we should learn how to argue we should learn how to argue well we should learn how to like sit down and especially online as well which like things can get taken so wrong um in terms of tone and stuff we should be able to learn to sit down and have a good debate 
if we've got opposing views and stuff, which is always going to happen because we're all passionate about the club. We're all passionate about the cobblers. And it's great that we've all so get so wound up by stuff and get so you know intense about our views and stuff. But we need to kind of sometimes take a step back and think, like, what's going on here? What's my opinion? Why is this person thinking this way? Um, and some of the things that were thrown at me, I, I can see the points, some good points were made, which I acknowledge. And it's, but it does weigh you down. And I think we've got to try and sometimes separate that from actually supporting the club and going to games and everything like that. And like you sit down on a Saturday, you probably sat next to someone who completely disagrees with you. Um, <laughs> and you'll chat about the game and you'll probably have similar views on it. And you, you'll both jump up when we score. You'll both like throw Harry bows if we concede a goal from a stupid back pass. Um, like we're all the same people, but when we get in that ground, it's what happens outside the ground that's the that's a major thing. And we think we just need to sometimes sit down and and think how we're acting, and that goes for us as well. Um, communicating, especially online and, and social media, which can be so brutal and so like damaging to people as human beings. So yeah, and this is a prime example of it. <laughs> I, I think the thing that's always interested me, and and I think you're right. Social media, the the way that social media works and the fact that you have, you know, so few, you know, so little amount of space to be able to get your point across, it doesn't help, doesn't enable people to actually have that conversation. Um, you basically get your point across and you just do it that way. And obviously you can't read tone in just words. That's it you know just not available you have to be very very careful with your choice of words and so it things can come across as being obtuse and you know one way um in particular that might not necessarily be offensive but the other person sort of get it gets their back up the person that reads it and that may not have been the intention but that is how social media is essentially the way it's gone is that people will just throw the things out there no thought of, oh, this might be conceived one way, which is different to the way that I've put it or the way that I've meant it. Um, and then, like Neil sort of said, they double down after that. And, you know, it becomes not a conversation, but it becomes a bit of a forcing of opinions um, on the other thing. Um, the one thing that annoys me greatly is how the people that you're talking about, Neil, um, will say an awful lot and be very vocal on social media they won't necessarily attach their name to it if they're on the hotel end for example or if they're on twitter they might have a a, a, you know a a handle that doesn't have and that's completely fine you know there's no issue with that whatsoever that they hide their name um that's their choice but they also are the first people to turn around and say that they won't have that conversation with the people that could actually do something about the way they're feeling they won't turn around and they'll they'll put barriers up, like sort of say, well, I know what the answer will be if I go and speak to Kelvin Thomas or I speak to James Whiting or whoever. I know what the answer is, so there's no point in me going. And you just sort of go, okay, look, there are plenty of things that the club could do better. Absolutely. But at the same time, there's so much that the other people could do better from my point of view. and. You know, look, I, the supporters' trust put out a statement that basically said we welcome this news and that it's a step in the right direction. Was essentially what their statement said. It was a good statement. It was a good statement, and yet then you've got some of the people that 
are known to be board members saying things online which seem to contradict the viewpoint of the supporters trust and i know those people will may or may not be listening but if they are and they're then saying well i'm entitled to my own personal view yes of course you are but surely you've got to also recognize the fact that you represent the the body of the supporters trust at least one eleventh or one twelfth however many members there are of the board so to contradict the statement that goes out i think is a bit odd yeah, from my point of view. I, I just don't understand it. Let the statement go out and then just be like, right, well, that's the statement that's gone out there. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a mess, is, is what it is. And I guess in any, in any sort of group or body or whatever you want to call it, political, whatever, you know, whatever group of people it is, you are always going to get if you've got 10 people, not all those 10 people are necessarily always going to have the, the same views, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. Um, but I, I get your point, I think, about sort of, almost, it's almost a mixed message, isn't it? It's almost a little bit, or it, it conveys a bit of a mixed message that the trust put out a statement, which I thought was fair. It was clear. Like I, I think I even tweeted them back and said, yeah, great statement. And it was, I don't, you know, that's exactly what they should have done. And then if you see a couple of a couple of members or, or kind of vocal members of the trust sort of contradicting that, it does make you think, you're like, kind of, well, hold on, actually, is that what they truly mean? Is that just the, their personal feelings, which obviously they're entitled to and fine? Um, but it becomes difficult then. I think you have to be a little bit more conscious if you are a member of a body or whatever, what you say in, in, in the public domain, right? And even if that's on a, a football message board under a... You know, a different name than, than your real name. I can't, I can't pronounce the word. Pseudonym. Pseudonym, thank you. Yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah, I, I think especially if you put that out there and you say, and you put your hand up and you go, I am a member of this. And then that's where it then becomes difficult. I actually would prefer it personally that people didn't do that. And that the trust spoke in a profession, you know, professional capacity. They do that. But, you know... Um, they just spoke under the banner of the trust. And then all the people that are on the board can then turn around and be like, well, you know, my opinion is this and my opinion is that. And it's Yeah, fine. I think I think it, you, they should, that's how they should do it. I mean, it's difficult, right? Because they're, they're, you know, they do it in their, part, in their spare time. They're not paid. It's not their jobs or anything like that. So it's much easier for, you know, for as an example, it's much easier for the club to have, you know, they've got a media guy, right? And it's much easier for them to have a, a consistent and solid message and, you know, the, they're paid by the club, the people, you know, like, you know, James Whiting's on Twitter, isn't he? And a few of the other other members of, you know, the, the club are on Twitter and stuff, but they're paid by the club, you know, so they're not going to risk that, right? And they're not, it, it's different, I think. It, I think it's important to remember that the trust are volunteers, right? So, and they are all fans of the club. So, it, I, you know, I, I kind of understand it while I agree with you that they should, you know, probably try and have a uniform message and stuff. Do you want to take away people's, you know, individual views and stuff? It's a difficult balance to strike, I think. It's hard. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, 
go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Going back to this, the announcement, the democratically elected supporters representative to go on the board. I do think it's a good thing. There are going to be questions and there are questions have already been asked about whether or not it's, you know, a case of, you know, the 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 club basically doing it now um, because they want, I think I've seen a couple of people say, well, they want, they're doing this in response to um, the trust having I don't know whether it is whether they're liaisons or whether they're actual board members of the supporters trust, but two people from the West North Ants Council are going to be liaising with the supporters trust in a kind of official capacity. So that was announced, I think, before this representative um, board position was announced. Um, there's also all, the other part of it, which was the fan-led review into football. Um, being run by Tracy Crouch. Um, You've mentioned that before, Neil, about maybe it's just a case of the the club getting ahead of the curve. I mean, one thing, Danny, that I'll I'll say here is that even if it is a case of that it's almost a, you know, we're doing this because we know that we're going to have to at some point, surely the fact that they're doing it now rather than waiting until they're being forced to do it shows that the people that run the club do want this to happen. Yeah, and the... There'd be a million complaints if we waited as well, wouldn't there? It's like you, they're in a basically no-win situation with a lot of people. That if they waited and waited, and then it'd look, it would be like, oh, we've been forced into this because of the legislation that's come in, not because we want to do it. Um, and I think it's just it's just right to get ahead of the game. I don't I don't see an issue with it at all. Just and it's good to get that person in place now before it all changes and get embedded into it. It's you know people say, oh, it's it's been six years. Why hasn't this happened before? Well, it probably should have happened before, but the fact we're doing it now can only be a good thing. Surely we, we just need to, I think just look forwards instead of thinking, Oh, it hasn't happened. This it's like, well, when the East stand gets built, you, you, you're not going to turn around and say, Oh, it's taken 10 years and start moaning about it. Just like, you probably are. But it's like, like, okay, if you win promotion, then if you go like under Calderwood, it took three years to do it, didn't it? You don't, you don't stand there on the pitch and go, Oh, bloody, it took three, three years to do this. You'd have been done earlier. You just start celebrating, don't you? So yeah. it's just, I just like, I just want to like enjoy it. Just like say, it's a good thing. Let's move on and let's hope the right person gets in. It's, it's going to take someone with massively thick skin, I think, to get in because, you know, the moment people know who it is, it's, it's going to be difficult for them, I think, on match days and things like that, because they're going to get so so many opinions thrown at them that it's it's it's, it's going to be such a tough position, I think. But well, good you can on see whoever, it now. Good on whoever's gone for it. So I know there's a lot of people who have gone for it and have put their name forward, and they're good on them. It's great. It's great. There's so many willing people who want to go for it. Yeah, you'll see it you'll, as soon as it's announced. You'll see it on Twitter. People will people will comment and say, "Oh no, what wrong man." for the job or oh no too close to the club or oh no too close to the trust or oh no never heard of them mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen it's, it's well, unless it's Jima we can all rally around Jima can't we I think <laughs> that's <laughs> universally accepted but... free brollies for everyone <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, I think it's important to say, sort of say because a lot of um, stuff that I've seen online since the announcement has been full of basically wrong information whether it's been misconstrued or whether it's just been misunderstood, I don't know. But it's important to recognise the fact that the actual thing, so 
there is a two-week nomination period. We are not selecting, or the club, sorry, are not selecting a supporter's representative just inside two weeks. You've got two weeks to nominate or to be nominated. And then, so that runs up until October the 5th. And then there'll be a vote, um, which will be online. And also, I believe, at, at one of the home games as well, you'll be able to to vote. I don't know how that's going to work, but um, you know they want to make sure that they're getting as many people and giving as many people the option and uh, to to vote and be as accessible as possible, which I think is a good thing. Um, and I mean, I, I look at it and I, I I've seen people sort of saying that you know it's, it's completely unacceptable that you'd be able to do all of this in two weeks. I, I don't think they are. They're looking at this and they're saying, well, you know, you've got two weeks to get your nominations in. And then the next step is this. I don't think that we'll actually know until maybe the end of October, early November, who's won this um, and who comes out on top. And I appreciate as well, I've seen, like you, Neil, uh, people that sort of are dissing, for want of a better word, uh, down with the kids, me. Um, <laughs> the, um, the whole thing, saying it's a popularity contest. Um, well, that's what an election is. Isn't it? <laughs> What's the argument there? What do you want then? An, yeah, an unpopularity contest. Like, isn't that? Isn't that? Isn't that an election? You know, who gets the most votes wins. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll uh, say that there are. Yeah, some I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, I know. But isn't that how an election should be? Done? <laughs> Sorry, reword it. I mean, I just think that look. If you go back to the when the supporters trust had a member on the board. Um, and this is something I keep seeing a lot of about how um, when when Kelvin Thomas David Bauer that ownership came in that they that they got rid of the position that the supporters trust had on the board, which as far as I'm concerned isn't true. They didn't want to reinstate it. So I mean, okay, maybe it's semantics here, but you know the supporters trust actually the previous person that had done it, and I can't remember their name. They they stood down and they resigned the position. They didn't just resign there themselves. They resigned the position so that when it then came to the fact that the club was sold to Bauer and Thomas, there was no board member from the supporters trust or any other, you know, supporters representation on that board. You know, there was all of this, that, and the other. And yes, okay, fine. They've, you know, those new owners came in and said, well, we don't want anybody else on the board. There's three of us. That's the board. Done which they're entitled to do as the people that own the club and have put money into it. Now, okay, I'm opening up a can of worms here and then. But if we just go to the point that there was a place on the board for the supporters' trust, how was that decided which person became the board member? I'm pretty certain that that would have been done as a vote, probably at a supporters' trust AGM. Hmm. that right? So therefore, that would have also been a popularity contest. Unsure. Don't know. Too long ago. But yeah, so I mean, there's an awful lot, isn't there? And there's an awful lot going on with it. There's there's people that are saying that, you know, the people that are standing, they've got to be aware of what their responsibilities will be. There are people saying that there isn't enough information in regards to what the role will entail and what the risks to the individual will be i mean that's all got to go into people's thinking hasn't it in terms of whether they decide to go for it so that's that's another one of those yeah there's the 
the the previous person from the supporters trust that was on board I, I don't mean specifically the person just the position i don't think i mean i think they got stitched up a little bit didn't they um is it by when david david when david cardosa was still in charge um so i think they were in a bit of a difficult situation themselves as a which is so it makes sense in hindsight i guess looking back as why they would re- resign the position and stuff to to sort of get away from all that nonsense i think anyone sane would have probably done the same thing um Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that that, that was a thing, but I, I'm just pointing out the fact that it was, you know, it wasn't a case that the the position was removed from them. No, yeah, yeah, it's an it interesting was, one. But I mean, yeah. I think you know the overall argument, right? Is this is it's as open to as it can be, right? Because it's open to every single supporter. No one is, you know, banned from applying. Mm. What, what more can you do? How, how more open can you make it? Yeah. I don't think you can. Shall we? Um, shall we get some emails and some listener thoughts? Neil's post bag. Neil's post bag. Send an email. Write a letter. Carry a pigeon and deliver. Neil's post bag. Neil's post bag. Address your missives to itsallcobblers at gmail and please don't be beastly. I absolutely love this bit because even though it's Neil's postbag, Neil never actually has a clue what's in the postbag. <laughs> so, uh, Daddy, <laughs> have you got an email? I've got an email, Charles. Oh, well, lovely. Uh, Melbourne Cobbler. I hope he's okay because there was a bit of a rumble down in Melbourne, weren't they? Um, <laughs> a rumble? A rumble, a bit of an earthquake going on. Oh, I think he's all right, yeah. thankfully. Um, oil rumble. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, he's talking about the uh, director's role, fan director. Uh, saying, until you know what the appointment process, role, responsibilities, and limitations around power entails, it's a bit difficult to comment. It could be anything from a genuine attempt to be open and inclusive with the support base to a sham PR exercise and all points in between. Yeah, I think we do need to know a little bit more about the yeah. process as well, so I think that's fair enough. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Kelvin Thomas was on The Cobbler Show, wasn't he, on Radio mm-hmm. Northampton last week, and he said that it was an opportunity for the person that, that basically wins the the vote to help shape what the role is. Mm. And I know Autonomy. that that will, yeah. yeah. And I know that that will be, uh, you know, open to criticism as much as it is open to positivity. Um, but it's not the only type of thing that happens or the only type of working role that is basically shaped by the person that is the first person to do the job. Um, I've, I've known a couple of people who've got a new job recently, brand new role within the company that's never existed before. And part of the, their role is to actually set the role up. It's pretty common. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty common yeah. these days, you know, yeah. even like in different job descriptions. I would like to choose the manager, please. <laughs> 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 I want full, Full autonomy on team selection. <laughs> I would like Sam Hoskins to get a testimonial. All right, Danny, you're out. Uh, yeah, this is why my no um, my application was rejected. <laughs> Return to sender. <laughs> Any more, Danny? Uh, yeah, Tyler Jason has got in touch. He says, uh, seems like something they're trying to do proactively before any future legislation compels them rather than doing it because they want support at representation. If they wanted that, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have taken six years to implement, which is the other side of the argument, isn't it? Um Yeah. But again, people are free to change their mind. Yeah. yeah Fair true. argument. 
we're here yeah. now, it's happening. But fair, but like it's a fair accusation at the club, right? Yeah, I think it's fair it's points a... to it because I think in an ideal world we would have a we would have had a fan on board this consistently. Whole time. Yeah, 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 I agree, yeah. absolutely. So, sacks empty, Charles. Sacks empty. Oh, little oh. oh, nice. sack this week. The John Sacks. <laughs> Make sure you keep sending your emails to itsallcobblers at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, where Danny will be, um, at cobblers to me. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. well, Danny just lives on Twitter. <laughs> he 24 7, he'll be there for you. <laughs> Uh, it's his job. Um, <laughs> NTFC women um, yes. had an absolutely fantastic day at Sixfields on Sunday. Um, I, I'm, I'm so proud. I will be very honest and just be like, I am very, very proud. Um, Neil, you went to watch the game. We'll hear your thoughts on it in a moment um, when we've heard what Abby has to say. Hi guys, it's Abby here from the women's team. Just bringing you an update from our game yesterday. Um, so wow, what an experience, what a result and what a day. Uh, I'm still absolutely buzzing now about it. So we had our fourth league fixture of the season against Rotherham United at Sixfields. And we came away with an incredible 9-2 win. So we were up 4-0 at half time. Um, which was a, a brilliant half for us against a size like Rotherham, who are our rivals. And yeah, we thought it'd be a, kind of a lot closer game than it was. Um, so going into the second half, uh, we got a fifth goal, uh, but then Rotherham got two goals back in kind of close succession. And then we stepped it up another gear and put another four away to finish the game off um, with that 9-2 win. So, yeah, I think I said last week there would be goals. But, yeah, I didn't expect there to be that many um, at a game like that. So, yeah, we stepped up to the occasion. Um, we had some great individual performances and also a brilliant team performance. Um, and most importantly, came away with the three points at the end. The atmosphere um, was absolutely insane. It was a brilliant occasion being able to play at Sixfields. Um, and we had over 600 supporters on the day cheering us on. Um, and we can't thank them enough for the support on the day. Um, it really kind of, they got behind us. It was brilliant to have them come down um, and support us on the day. And yeah, hopefully we would have inspired some young girls um, and, and showcased women's football because, yeah, it was a great occasion and we had lots of kind of youth teams coming down. So, yeah, big thank you to, to them for coming down and supporting us. And also a big thank you to the, to the club um, and all the staff and all our sponsors um, who allowed yesterday to happen, basically. It was a fantastic experience and a day we won't forget. All of the players were absolutely buzzing after and I think we all still are now this morning. Um, so now looking forward to this Sunday, we're playing Rise Park away in the FA Cup. Um, so it's now time to focus on that game. Although I think, yeah, we'll still be buzzing for a few more days after this weekend. That's uh, Abby Bruin, who we very proudly sponsor, thanks to the donations through patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Um, Neil, you were at the game. Yep. Yeah, I was. Did you enjoy it? Oh, splendid. Had a great afternoon, Charles. It's about time somebody saw a spanking happen at Sixfields, isn't it? Well, there's been a few on the hill at times, but um, <laughs> no, it was brilliant. It was, uh, sorry, it was uh, <laughs> tickled myself and it was even funny. Um, yeah, no, it was great. It was it was uh, a thoroughly enjoyable day. Nice to see so many people there. Nice to see so many young people there. It was obviously a, a very different atmosphere 
to a men's team home game. But actually, it was probably a bit of a nicer atmosphere, I thought. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was nice. It was good. You can, you can have a beer while you're watching it as well. Oh, hello. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that should have been announced beforehand. That would have doubled oh. the attendance, I think. <laughs> if it had been announced beforehand, they wouldn't have took the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slept them at home. Yeah. You'll be all right, kids. No, it's brilliant. It was, yeah, it was really good. Um, it's so many young young people there as well, which is great, right? Because hopefully it will pique their interest more in, in you know, the, the women's team and stuff. Um, there was, uh, I think it was three or four girls teams taking penalties at halftime. Some of the penalties were fantastic, by the way. Um brilliant yeah it was, it was great all round and and some impressive stuff played by the by the cobblers as well um i shouldn't sound surprised but i thought it'd be a relatively tough game because i think rotherham rotherham were unbeaten weren't they perhaps i don't yeah. think that they hadn't lost had they um so i kind of was expecting it to be a a relatively sort of close fought game but actually there was cobblers were a, a class above they were they were way too strong um and some some lovely 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 football played at times as well. Kept it on the deck a lot. Um, great, yeah. And it was it was really you know what I really liked as well was to hear hear because I was thinking this when I was driving up to Sixfields. You know, are, are people going to get behind them or sort of just sit there a bit in silence and stuff? But it was it was really lovely to hear people shouting, "Come on, cobblers!" and all that sort of thing, and the cheers when the goals went in and stuff. Yeah, brilliant, great day, great performance. What more do you want? Great goals as well, weren't there? A couple. Of- Oh, a couple of absolute screamers. Ashley Corker's in there. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of screamers. I forget, the, the is it Cooper? Yeah, Charlie Cooper. Yeah, he's got a hat-trick. Mm. Yeah, oh, one of hers was an absolute beauty. Yeah. If you're someone that, as well, Charlie Cooper, she's she scores every week pretty much. She scores hat-tricks here, there, and everywhere. I think she scored fourth for one of the development teams the other day as well. She's definitely one to watch, isn't she? Obviously as well yeah. as Abby, but... Um, oh, I mean, I think Abby set up... I don't know whether it was... Set one of her crosses. Cooper's goal or not. It was someone else's, but yeah, beautiful wing play and then yeah. I tell you what I hope Sam Hoskins was there watching <laughs> <laughs> because That's because Abby actually had end product oh sorry Sam yeah. <laughs> it's mad though like the amount of goals they're scoring in this league it does feel like they've been put in a league at least one level below what they should be when the whole restart happened and all that kind of thing like they're, they're yeah, just absolutely they, pasted in for teams, aren't they? It's, they just mate, it's enjoyable to, to see and to watch. Like it's so yeah. good to see see them scoring goals here and there and everywhere. But it does feel like they're they're way too good for this league. I think when we had the guys on to do the pod, um, uh, was it before the end of last season? I think, um, and we were talking to um, was it Lou that came? Was on? it Lou? Yeah, yeah, and oh, Lou Baker, like <laughs> Lou Baker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was saying that you know because. Obviously, they've got no, you know, way of, of of being able to decide which league they're in, apart from to go and you know obviously get promoted. But last season, I think Peterborough were put into the league above, um, and Notts County have come into this league. But that that was kind of decided by the people in charge of the divisions. You know, because obviously the football hasn't been going on for, for at this level for the women's football. Um, basically, probably, most likely, some men in suits just decided, right, we'll just put that team in that league, that team in that league, and we'll leave Northampton Town where they are. And yet, I mean, we we beat the posh in every game that we played last season, and yet they were put in a higher league. And now you look at it, I mean, the, the goal difference that the Cobblers have got, plus 23. They've only played four <laughs> games. games. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so. 
I just, I just don't understand how you, well, you know, as I said, you know, they've got no say in it whatsoever, but I don't understand how the, who, who made that decision and didn't think to themselves that this team should be playing higher up. Surely they must be. And hopefully next year, obviously that will actually happen. Um, but it's incredible. It's just great though, isn't it? To just see some real kind of, um, you, you know, as I said, you know, slaughterings happen. Happening. <laughs> uh, you know, just go wow. go to a game, and you you not that you know that they're going to win, but I think it's great that they stepped up to the plate, though, isn't it? As well, you kind of worry sometimes if you if you're going in front of a bigger crowd at six fields that, that it might like not be. Team. Yeah, <laughs> it might not be as you know as good as as many goals as it usually is. You might you know you might sometimes get a little bit nervous, but they've they've all just stepped up so well that it just shows how much of a togetherness there is and how much they just work together and do what they do on the pitch so naturally that that they scored nine again and it's it's ridiculous and I'm so glad that Sixfield's got to experience that because and so many people went as well because hopefully it means they can get another couple of games in before the end of the season s- s- celebrate that promotion get get them up there. I'm celebrating it already oh, oh, wow. I, I might have gone a bit early but yeah, play four games <laughs> <laughs> I've got the party celebration double double promotion how's that <laughs> Oh, have a party! Let's let's have a party. That'd be amazing. I'd uh, I'd enjoy mm. it a lot. Yes. Yeah, so the next game is in the cup, uh, mm. playing Rice Park, who they beat last week. Um, so uh, don't want to predict oh. anything, but next round, ladies, that'd be good. So that's the second qualifying round, isn't it? So they've got two. We've got this one, and then one more qualifying round before they get into the first round proper, mm. which Ooh. would be great if they can get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That'd be one for six fields, I think, as well. If they get to the FA Cup first round, that'd be fun. Oh, goodness, yes. Do they have the same amount of rounds as, as the men's FA Cup? I think there's four qualifying rounds in the men's and, and some pre-qualifiers, so I don't think there's as many, but... But how many are in the the the, the proper, as Chelsea oh, would say? I, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. I'd still think there's quite a few from their level get through to the first round proper, I'd imagine. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. So. okay, okay, that's cool. Um yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, NTFC ladies obviously normally play their games down at Harpole. Um, so hopefully they'll start getting some more fans going to watch uh, their regular league and cup games as well from now on. That would be fantastic to see more people down there uh, cheering the NTFC women's team on. On that note, uh, that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you visit cobblestome.com or the Fan Hub app for all of our match previews and podcasts. And of course, if you do want more content from us and you want to support us in making the pod, then you can sign up to the fan club at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Way, there's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, 
and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.